welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 248th time on this Friday, September 3rd, 2021. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Crates of Pain. Let's discuss milk crates. And despite how weird of a way to start off an episode that is, you can't deny that we've all seen them. They've been staples in elementary school cafeterias for years because, for some reason, our teachers used to think that that was the exact beverage that would complement a poorly boiled hot dog and soggy cold fries at 11.15 a.m. on a Monday. And somewhere along the line, it's as predictable as ever, we find ourselves back at the intersection of a normal, everyday thing and TikTok trends. This time, people are doing something called the Milk Crate Challenge. And what this is has swept the nation off its feet. Literally. There have been many attempts and even more fails. If you want to see what I'm talking about, there will be a link in the description. There have been countless uploads of people doing this on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and just about every other social media platform you can think of. And everyone who's done it so far always goes into it with the same exact idea. Oh yeah, we'll be just fine. Are you kidding me? It's easy. All you need to do is build a stack of crates and climb it like stairs. Before you know it, me and my entire family will be internet famous. We'll be the next Mr. Beast. As you can expect, due to the nature of the game, people are going to wipe out because even though it's popular, it's very unsafe. So as you can expect, that confidence doesn't last long. And now the app has banned videos of people doing it all together because the less broken butts we have, the better. This to me seems like a thing that won't stop even though the videos have to. Kind of like someone saying don't try this at home knowing full well that a legion of people will most likely do exactly that. So what happens here is, well, I explained it earlier, people try to walk across a milk crate pyramid. That sounds pretty easy, right? Well, not exactly. The crates aren't that stable, you see, so you can be almost guaranteed a second-hand dose of embarrassment and maybe a little pain. My advice on this? Well, I suggest not doing it. This thing is new and this thing is trending. I know, it's popular. That'll attract a lot of eyes and ears, but can't we just turn back the clock in terms of trends just a little bit? I'm all in favor of bringing back the mannequin challenge. Because, yeah, it was strange, but all you had to do was stand there as still as possible. I was confused by it when it first ran its course, but I'll admit, to its credit, nobody got hurt. This week I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week I would like to share a few verses from the book of Luke. Luke chapter 7, verse 6 and 7 says, So Jesus went with them. But just before they arrived at the house, the officer sent some friends to say, Lord, don't trouble yourself by coming to my home, for I am not worthy of such an honor. I am not even worthy to come to meet you. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed. These verses particularly stood out to me in the book of Luke as I was doing a devotional a few months ago. The master's faith that Jesus could heal his servant. The master had faith that Jesus was a healer, that even just by saying, be healed, that the servant could be cured of whatever he was facing. 
Now, my question to you is this. What if we had that kind of faith? What if everyone on earth had that kind of faith? Just imagine how much better the world would be. Just imagine that for a second. Everyone showing faith that God is a world changer, because I believe he is. I believe he's raised the sick. I believe he's raised the dead. I believe he parted the Red Sea for Moses. I believe he gave Abraham a sacrifice as Isaac was laying on the altar. I believe he gave Ruth a Boaz. I believe he gave Sarah a baby at 90. And if he can do all that, I know he can do what you need him to do. Let's have faith in him today, friends. As we know, sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. That's why I decided to take it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter and see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is fake theme park facts. And the first response we encounter is Minnie gets mad whenever Mickey talks to a princess. You know what? That's not the Mickey I know. With the Mickey I know, Minnie is his one and only princess. But for the record, though, I'd honestly say it depends on the context, because a Disney princess did kiss a frog. Maybe the old Mickey magic has that kind of effect on people. It might be effective to a fault, so yeah, my advice to Minnie would be keep an eye on him. That probably is a good idea. Next up is a rather less than reassuring response Those are just spare parts lying next to the thrill rides. If you ask me, I wouldn't necessarily trust that statement because it's all fun and games until you need one of those spare parts. And it's even worse when that time comes and it just so happens the ride is still in motion. Be careful. The next response to the hashtag fake theme park facts is no one ever pees in the lazy river. Okay, I'll admit, that's not very believable, but it's still more believable than the fact that they have lazy rivers at amusement parks. I mean, come on, since when? I've never been to a theme park where they have lazy rivers. Okay, so for the record, I've not been to too many theme parks, so this might be a new thing that swept the nation in the past two or three years, but still. And the last response of the week to the hashtag fake theme park facts is the first ones had no rides and were just TV and movie theme songs played over loudspeakers. I think this one honestly depends on the show or the movie, if that was the case. If the A-Team theme song or the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song were the ones that were playing, I'd be down to listen to that all day. If it was just non-stop Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Paw Patrol, on the other hand, I think I'd pass. But then again... I'd say that any theme song played on a constant loop would get annoying after a while, so I'm a little conflicted here. Christmas is coming, even though it's not exactly soon. We've got a few months to go yet, but still, that doesn't stop people from decorating early. Some people really enjoy the lights and frills and everything that comes with the chillier weather in December, so they prepare after the summer ends, and September 1st becomes Christmas 1st. I know, it confuses me as well. I enjoy the festivities, but I think the other holidays between Halloween and Christmas should be given more room to breathe. But some people aren't as down-the-middle impartial to a holiday decorating frenzy as I am, because recently at a store called The Range, Employees put up display Christmas trees in the aisles, and people were not having it. Let me give you an example here. 
One customer spotted them and tweeted pictures with the caption, Oh, come on. It's only September. And then, before we know it, that started the firestorm. Multiple people threw jabs the way of the store, and some argued against those that weren't as ready to be festive, saying that maybe we all need some Christmas cheer in our lives before the holiday actually comes. To which, I'll agree. I'll admit it's nice to be excited about things before the big day comes. It's the same with weddings, birthdays, and graduations, so I can see the point of wanting to decorate early. You won't see me complaining. I mean, after all, it is kind of nice to cozy up by a warm fire in November and think about what you're either going to get someone for Christmas and how their reaction's going to be, or if you're still young enough to get presents on Christmas, what you're going to get. And then when the holiday actually comes, there's all kinds of Christmas movies on the TV, there's sleigh rides, there's snowball fights, there's family around your table eating ham and turkey. It's just a really awesome time now that I think about it. Anyway, enough of this what-I-think business. I want to hear from you. All you'll need to do is go down to the comments section underneath the link to this week's episode and open up the discussion just a little bit by answering this question. Do you choose to decorate early? Why or why not? And who knows? Your comments could be in a future episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.